What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios. How are you guys? Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Lots to talk about as the coaching staff is being... Uh, put into place here. And then about three or four minutes ago, as I'm walking in, I see a statement from John Elway um, in rebuttal to Brian Flores's lawsuit and comments on him being basically drunk and disheveled, still drunk and disheveled during their interview um, those couple few years ago. So Long night of partying for John Elway. So where do we start? Do we start with that stuff or do we start with the coaching staff stuff? Uh, let's start with the coaching staff stuff. Okay. Uh, those are, I think, a little bit more important to the team right now. Um, we mentioned it on the radio show. It look It's pretty much official here. Justin Outen as your offensive coordinator, former Packers tight end coach, um, and Edgero Avero. Yeah, you got um, it. Good job. Look at you. The new defensive coordinator <laughs> and the former – uh, defensive backs coach, the secondary coach, and passing game coordinator for the Rams. So uh, I think that is the splash hire of the coordinators right there. You know, Justin Outen to me is not that uh, flashy. Impressive. It's not. We'll talk I, about I'm it. I'm not a nah, fan. We broke it down about an hour ago. Not really a fan of the hire of Justin Outen. But uh, Averro is is quite the. He has quite the resume, and I think that is a great hire. Yeah, for he's PC. unique. Um, we have a good thing here going on the defensive side of the ball. So while I think the defensive coordinator position was more important than the offensive coordinator position, because the offensive coordinator is going to be answering to Nathaniel Hackett, who's going to run the offense completely, the defensive coordinator is going to be running the defense. And I think and probably Coach Hackett's going to let the guy run the defense and uh, try to continue to build upon a defense that's, you know, was great last year despite, you know, um, the big picture situation of the team, um, despite the offense being so clunky, despite maybe some um, of the, you know, by the end of the tenure with Vic Fangio, some of the message stuff, buy-in, I, you know, that's questioning guys' professionalism. I can't do that kind of stuff. They were good. They were really good until it mattered. And when it stopped mattering, then they sucked. But right. that's like life, man. You know what I mean? So, What more do you have to play for? And, you know, they lost, uh, you know, their their chances at the playoffs, and they lost their will to play. So, um, But I wanted to talk about, you know, Hackett and his – I hope he's not going to be as one-dimensional as Vic Fangio. Oh, no, he's no an way. offensive guy, but he is also a, was a quarterback uh, coach at some point in his career. Talking about Nate Hackett? Yeah. Yeah. So with, with him having to talk to the quarterback about reading defenses, maybe that will help him in helping well, Averro who and when what, his defenses who, are you know, failing. 
who and what, like where you came from matters to, I mean, doesn't that want maybe as much as anything that you, uh, in life, let alone uh, your coaching life. And, you know, the guy played linebacker, saw the game, you know, looking at the offense, played the game through the eyes, looking at the offense. Now he's running an offense. Um, and there's a lot to like about Nathaniel Hackett, the personality, all that kind of stuff. It's easy to, you know, question a guy's uh, how genuine a guy is when he puts like a fake smile on up there. Mm-hmm. But Coach Hackett seems so pure and genuine and kind of aw shucks that uh, how can you not love him, you know, until he loses games, then we can hate him. But um, so far, so good. Um, they replaced Mike Munchek with. Um, Brent Berry. I'm not sure if I got that wrong. I have to double check that real quick here. Let me check my little email. And it looks like it looks like the Broncos coaching staff is just about kind of filled out here. It would have been cool to keep Mike Munchek around. He's a Hall of Fame player, you know. And he's already made uh, And you know he did a good job here, but uh, right. yeah, go ahead. He's already made an immense impact on the offensive linemen that he's coached here in Denver, you know. Uh Garrett Bowles he turned around his career a little bit. Um, you know, and the young guys with with miners and and Lloyd Cushenberry and all these other you know up and coming you know Natani yeah. Muti. Uh, there's a lot of young guys who he's already made an impact on, and the Broncos are better for it. Butch so. Berry is the new offensive line coach. 13 years coaching offensive lines, 20 years coaching experience. Um, six in the NFL, though. I mean, these guys again. Like we, we, but we need to mention this now. Say, not assume someone listened to the radio show. Our new offensive coordinator, Coach Outen, right, has been in the NFL for six years. Mm-hmm. Three with Green Bay and three with Atlanta. With Atlanta, he really did nothing. With Green Bay, here, um, tight end coach. He was the tight ends coach. Okay, before that, he was a high school coach, not a high school head coach at a big time Texas school. He was just a you know the offensive he was coordinator, an assistant. Head coach. Yeah, he was an assistant Not head, even coach a head coach. And coordinated probably one of the offenses. So this guy's like done nothing in this league. So other than be friends with Coach Nathaniel Hackett and and some graduate I, stuff at Q's. Well, yeah, it is. And so I mean, that's weird. That's scary a little bit. You know, Phil Scangarello like, but at the end of the season, Scangarello and Drew Locke had five games of, you know, pure magic. Uh, and then Scang- Scangarello got ran out by Fangio. Um, we like we said, and like we like we use a, a, a comp in life. You know, sometimes like the come up. I mean, I I, I thought the comp I used was Mina Kimes on mm-hmm. ESPN, who's like all over the place doing everything. Big time analyst, one of the biggest faces of the network now. She's probably a little bit um, older than you, Jake, and you're barely twenty something years old. I'm forty, and there's guys who are fifty and sixty who have been grinding, working hard for Mina Kimes' job their whole lives, and will never get it. And where this you know young lady comes from, uh, people are really taking a lot of shots at her, and um, you know, I'm wondering why. She got these opportunities, why she's been getting these opportunities. Well, for one, don't knock the hustle. Mm-hmm. Okay? Everyone's come up comes at different times. Some come ups never come all the way up. And sometimes I could have been like uh, Al Bundy, you know, four touchdowns in one game at Polk High. What I could have been, you know, if I didn't marry uh, Peggy Bundy, you know. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, Mina Kimes, you know, she got a lot of crap for what she said about Jimmy G, but she was 100% right. You saw what happened in the NFC Championship game. You know, he wasn't enough. And, you know, she, I looked it up. She's actually 36. Um, you know, 
to okay. qu- quite to my surprise. But you know, like you're right, it's about the come up, and you you got to work hard to where you get. And well, the, the, a is, job like that, Jake, a job like yours, a job like mine, a job like hers, any job in you know you know media where you're not doing real work. Um, yeah. is there's a lot of luck that gets involved with it. Right time, right place. But, well, again, and I'm dead freaking serious when I say this. Jake, what is luck? Opportunity and preparation, and they come together. And have sex. And have sex. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. I mean, like, no one just gets lucky. Um, um, you're not, don't walk into to Target and a talent scout sees you and you're like, oh, my God, you have everything. It doesn't work like that. You got to grind and you got to hustle. You got to know people, right place, right time, and you never know what could happen for yourself. You know? Um, it's what it is. So, Coach uh, Justin Outen. Um, doesn't seem like much. It didn't have much on the resume. Like we said, his resume is like in 30, 24 size font letters <laughs> to f- make sure we fill out a full page worth of, right. but Clint Kubiak is here. Okay. I love uh, that. Gary Kubiak is one of the greatest figures in Denver Broncos history. Um, if that's his son, uh, I'm going to be good with that. And plus he has real offensive coordinator experience was the OC last year for a Vikings team that had a great offense. Um, you know, really good offense. Uh, he's done the job before his dad's one of the best, uh, Super Bowl winning coach. And then he's come through all the griggers and the grind and the come up of pure, true kind of hard work, pay, paying his dues to now be the Broncos, uh, passing game coordinator, coordinator and QB coach and quarterbacks coach, which is to me, um, passing game coordinator. You're going to help coordinate the offense along with Outen, who, who knows who's going to end up being the bigger voice and having the more say by the season's end. And I'm also going to say, uh, about, uh, Outen who will start to take heat as we learn more about him and what he hasn't done. Um, He's a friend of Coach Nathaniel Hackett's. I think uh, Nate Hack's a pretty good guy. This might be the guy who he wanted to be the offensive coordinator from day one. But he had to go after Getze. And he had to go after two or three other guys. Why? Because, well, that's what... The resume. Well, the resumes. uh, Other guys kind of had earned it. You can't just bring your friends to the job. Um, There's some people that the Broncos, you know, themselves might have wanted to help bring in and help the first-time head coach. uh, All that kind of stuff. And maybe in the end, he really got his guy whom he might have wanted at the beginning again that's just bullshit that's just words of me things coming out of my mouth I don't really know that for sure I'm not saying that's the case that's something I would hope that would maybe be the case right and play true it would make me feel a little bit better if that's the case but, for sure um you know when it comes to the offense it's been so inept that you know I want as many young offensive minds as I can get in the room you know whether it be you know Nathaniel Hackett Justin Outen and Kyle uh, Clint Kubiak, you know, all three of those guys are going to get together every week and put together a game plan. And I love that. I love that you got Clint Kubiak and and Nathaniel Hackett, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other and, and Outen throwing his, his, his plays into the mix. And, you know, they're going to get the best stuff from all three minds and they're going to put it all together um, on Sundays. So I think that's the best part about having – Multiple sharp offensive minds um, in the picture. Let me mention DraftKings. They're our partner in this podcast. There's no us without them, and there's no them without us. We're brothers. The moment we've all been waiting for since September. 
Okay, it's here. In uh, today is Thursday. Um, we got about ten days until uh, the Super Bowl comes, and we're all enjoying Super Bowl Fifty Six. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Six. They're giving new customers fifty six to one odds on either team to win. Boom. Just bet $5, it's a $5 max bet, and you get $280 in free bets if your team wins. I mean, this is about as good as it gets that I can remember of any. A lot of times, you know, I've seen deposit 50s and get, you know, 200, all that kind of stuff. I've seen those. But again, 50s, 50, and $5, Jake, is five freaking dollars. If you're a five, ten, twenty dollar better, like a lot of guys are, this is the one for you. I'm telling you, um, new customers take advantage of this thing. Not a new customer, like we all are, most of us, you know, because who's not with DraftKings? Who hasn't been with these guys? They're great. Um, you can experience Super Bowl Fifty Six with these same game parlays. Put one big super giant bet together with a bunch of stuff happening inside of that game. Uh, combine bets from um, the same game for one giant payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you could deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want download the DraftKings Sportsbook app use promo code MHS MHS that's for Mile High Sports okay MHS Capitals and get f- uh, 56 to 1 odds on either team to win this game just bet $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins that's promo code MHS at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 okay so the Brian Flores bombshell lawsuit that um, the Broncos were drug into because he believes that he wasn't taken serious by the Broncos, claiming uh, John Elway and Joe Ellis were an hour late to the meeting while other Broncos executives were, in fact, there on time, um, uh, claimed that John Elway was disheveled and looked as though they were kind of still partying or drunk hung from over, the night before hung over. I mean, that's that's kind of their words. So, um, didn't get taken seriously for that job. And, um, the, he, the Broncos along with who the dolphins along with the giants and maybe again, the NFL as a whole as well have had a lawsuit filed against them by, by Brian Flores for you know the breaking for discrimination for the you know breaking of the Rooney rules for um, you know basically what he's trying to do is is make a change make change in a league that's mostly has mostly black players that has one black coach in the league one black head coach in the league is pretty right. crazy doesn't it seem crazy to you it does pretty seems pretty crazy so for one we talked about this. All all of yesterday's show, you know, are the Broncos racist? Okay. And there's a lot of people saying, yeah, they kind of are. Well, we're here. We know this team. Um, and while they've been bad and they've sucked and they've been an embarrassment. And in this situation with, with, um, Brian Flores might be a, a bunch of assholes. Okay, might be a bunch of fucking assholes for the way they might have handled this guy and not gave him proper respect in his meeting. They're not racist. And if you need, pro- oh, really? Why? Uh, and it's easy to go, oh, I have so many black friends. Okay, you can't play that card, but the pro- card the Broncos can play is the, the Vance Joseph, they married into black. They hired a black head coach in Vance Joseph. 
in a league that doesn't hire black head coaches. Vance Joseph over three or four other white guys uh, gave the Broncos everything they wanted to hear from I get the NFL to just that I'm a winner. And he drops that it's a reboot, not a rebuild on them. The Broncos are like spreading the Gina for Vance Joseph. They married into black. Okay, so that's like the guy saying you're racist. Oh, really? I am. Well, why don't you come here, dear? Meet my black wife. It's like, oh, 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 boom. It's like you are not the father. It's like (laughs) just boom. Take that for data. You know, it's like it's the Broncos hired a black head coach. I mean, does that mean some people within the organization are racist everywhere, bro? All up and down, they're everywhere. There's racists everywhere. But the Broncos are not racist. And I think the fact that they hired Vance Joseph is a key number one artifact A of my uh, rebuttal to the courts. And I would ask that this, this lawsuit would be dismissed. Am I right? Right. What do you think? Well, I, you know, Mike Kliss, you know, came out on Twitter saying that the Broncos, John Elway and Joe Ellis all have, you know, records disproving everything that Brian Flores is saying. So if that's the case, then, you know, then this is all a bunch of waste of time for the Denver Broncos. And they'll probably be uh, out of the lawsuit, you know, very soon. But uh, once this all comes to see the light of day, then we'll all have a, a clearer picture of what's going on. But what really takes me back from for this whole lawsuit, not not including the uh, you know the the racial stuff, is the throwing games aspect of it in Miami when Stephen Ross that that part to me it, it just that's heinous, bro. It, the, the you, you know, listen, do you know what? You're the owner of the team. You could tell the wink, wink, nug, nug, nudge, nudge. Hey, your job is safe. We got you under the in the big contract. Um, we think it'd be we're trading all the players worth a damn away. And hey, coach, we think it'd be in our franchise, his big picture, best interest in yours, too. If we lose these games and, you know, but to offer the guy money to do it, Awful. that is that's a whole nother level of some like heinous shit. And now, you know, that that jeopardizes the integrity of the game. And now you have Hugh Jackson coming out and saying his time with the Cleveland Browns when he went one in 31, he had a much similar offer from the Browns owner. Yeah. Um, so you got that coming out. Maybe the Browns just sucked and maybe Hugh Jackson just wasn't a good head coach, or maybe it, there is some truth to what he's saying and that he threw those games and got compensated Why would these for guys it? lie? They have nothing to lie about. Hugh Jackson was scared to be able to coach again in this league, and that's why he didn't. But now that he sees a young black man doing this, putting his livelihood and career on the line, Hugh Jackson's Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackson. ja- Hugh Jackson's career, you know, coaching career is he's, is long and illustrious, and um, he, he's had a great life. Uh, Brian Flores is putting his livelihood and the rest of his coaching life. You know, I said he'll never be able to coach in the NFL again. He'll have to go to college and you know be really super successful there and become like a phenom. Uh, in order for an NFL owner to be like, yeah, I'll take him. You know, you were right type of stuff. So um, the Broncos, uh, at least John Elway responded finally. Okay. John said, uh, while I was not planning to respond publicly to the false and uh, defamatory uh, claims by Brian Flores, I could not be silent any longer with my character, integrity, and professionalism being attacked. I took Coach Flores very seriously as a candidate for our head coaching position in 2019 and enjoyed our three-and-a-half-hour interview with him. Along with the rest of our group, I was prepared 
ready and fully engaged during the inter- entire interview as Brian shared his experience and vision for the team. It's unfortunate and shocking to learn that for the first time this week that Brian felt differently about um, our interview with him, which she's saying, I never heard about any problems before mm-hmm. to this week. For Brian to make an assumption about my appearance and state of mind um, early that morning was subjective, hurtful, and just plain wrong. If I appeared disheveled, as he claimed, it was because we had flown during the middle of the night, immediately following another interview in Denver, and were going on a few hours of sleep to meet the only window we, the only window provided to us. I interviewed Brian in good faith, giving him the same consideration and opportunity as every other candidate for a head coaching position in 2019. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said about this. He said like four little things there that were interesting. The job of a general manager. Yeah. And, you know, especially when you're trying to. He's saying he met under Flores, under Flores' conditions there, Mm -hmm. under the window that Flores provided them. Does that make sense to you, that one there? Yeah, yeah. Um, Where he said, um... And we're going in a few hours sleep to meet the only window provided to us. So, uh, yeah, you know, they went out of their way. It sounded like to go meet him and meet with him. Right. Especially after, you know, uh, a long flight home and and just riddled with hours and hours of previous interviews and future interviews. Yeah. You know, again, um, if you're going to yield that sword and swing that sword, you might as well take everybody down. Whoever did you wrong. But he didn't have to do the Broncos quite like that. Unless, you know what, John smelled like booze. And him and uh, Vic, uh, Joe Ellis were an hour late. They're checking their phones. You know when you're not being taken serious or not. So if he felt like that and he felt disrespected a little bit, then um, that's, that's you know along his kind of journey. Uh, I, I'm willing to hear that. I'm willing to hear that. And there's probably a lot, a lot of truth to that. But, you know, no, and no one is necessarily, you know, besides, I don't know, in, in – the are the Broncos racist kind of stuff. I never heard a lot, a lot of that stuff. But also for anyone who has said it, I mean that would be my response to them. Is Vance Joseph is a black coach. coach. He's a very, one of very few that has been hired in the last few years, and there's only one in the league right now. And the Broncos hired one. They weren't going to let that get in the way of the guy they thought was going to be the guy to you know um, bring them back to the promised land. So I would kind of vindicate the Broncos on that assumption alone. There's franchise that will never hire a black head coach, Jake. Because their old racist white owner would never allow it. Never. For a, a black coach to coach my team? I don't think so. There's guys out there, okay? Those guys are old, and they will die soon. Yeah. Okay? In the next 10 years, in the next 15 years, <laughs> I mean, like, everything, again, the progressiveness of the country, what everyone wanting to be in 2022, what they're wanting life to be like in 2022, it's going to be probably 2042, Jake, to where all those old racists, the bo- you know baby boomers, and these guys from you know the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, old guys who were racist, straight up racists, right? Okay, and were raised that way, they will die, and a new generation of people who grew up with black folks who had friends that are black and Mexican, and um, you know, obviously that's the hope. You know, that's the hope. No, I but, think so. But you know, again, thing. what this country's been do, in. Um, do you want to know the reality? And then I'm going to get heavy for heavy with this real quick. Okay. The reality of things is that those racists from the 40s, 50s, and 60s, they taught their kids to be racist. And they're going to teach their kids to be racist. Uh, there will always be racism in I, America. I don't think so. 100%. There will always be racism. Well, there'll always be racism in the world, It's I think. But what this country's. Bro, black and white water fountains. 
You know what I mean? It's never Type gonna, of stuff. Yeah. Um, for, from a black president to, again, he's the first and only. And it's he, there was 44, yeah. 43 white presidents before that to where we were. Again, like we've come a long way as a country. There's some despicable things going on overseas, Jake, that we could oh, never yeah. imagine 100%. that they do to people and to females and to um, just people, man. It's, 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 it's crazy. So Yeah, I, I'm with you that we have come so far, but the battle is not is not over and it, and it never will be. That's true. Um Okay, so where are we at here? I mean, uh, I mean, we we went over the Flora situation. We talked about both coordinators. Um, maybe we could dive into you know Evero a little bit more. You know, some of his resume. Uh, you know, he's coached underneath Wade Phillips, uh, Vic Fangio. Brandon Staley. I just heard some stuff on uh, keep to leave just said on him, loved on him big mm-hmm. time. Um, said he is great, a great hire, a great fit. Um, again, he's done. He's been involved in the offensive side of the ball as well, which I thought was interesting and unique. And I think uh, the best coaches can do it from both sides. Yep. Best of both worlds. That's where Shermer and Fangio fell dramatically short. And I think that's where uh, former linebacker Nathaniel Hackett turned offensive guru um, is going to have a lot of success. And um, yeah. Akib, you know, going back to what Akib said, he said that uh, Evero is smart as hell. His, his direct quote, smart as hell. Uh, so that that's a good sign coming from a, you know, a bona fide, you know, to me, probably a Hall of Famer uh, in, in a keep to leave. So nothing but but great reviews from from Evero and everybody who's worked from with him. So I love the hire. I think this is uh, good news for the Denver Broncos defense. Um, let's call it. Let's call this a podcast. Good job. Show is good today, too. If you want to check out the radio show we do every single day, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. here in Denver, uh, go check out podcasted versions of that um, at milehighsports.com. You can watch the show or listen to the show at 98.1 FM, um, 107.5 HD3 here in town as well. Um, what about the podcast? How do we find the podcast? You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Spreaker.com. Um, you know, we got it on Podbean. No, <laughs> it's literally yeah. everywhere. Uh, you got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcast, MyLifeSports.com. Check out our the MyLifeSports app as well. You can listen to the podcast there. Um, literally anywhere you can find podcasts. Okay. Let's end this thing. Jake, great job. Um, I'm probably going to do one tomorrow with Danny Bailey, and then Jake will be back on Monday. We'll have a lot to talk about. We'll gear up. Um, We might do five full podcasts leading up to the Super Bowl, Um, a a total prop bet one, a – a breakdown of the game itself. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, and it, we'll have things kind of fully put together here in terms of the Broncos staff, maybe some rumor stuff on Aaron Rodgers. Again, I believe it, Jake. I believe Aaron Rodgers is coming to Denver, and if you believe it in your heart, how, how can, can you, you be, be wrong, wrong, right? So appreciate you, Jake. I am Danny Williams for Jake Meyer. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.